I'm Abby. I'm Allie. We're the Rannick Twins, and this is Oops, I Arted. Today we're going to be covering some theories. Get it? Theories. I don't get it. All right. <laughs> we're going to talk about Mrs. Bingo and the theories behind his ear. Isn't this one of the better known stories of the art world? Absolutely. It's arguably the most famous story in art history. Mostly because of that painting he did, that self-portrait of him after the fact. Well, I, I believe there are a couple self-portraits of him with a bandage on his ear. Alright, so we're going to be talking about some theories behind the infamous ear and whether or not he did it himself or if there was some events leading up to it. Yeah, I'm sure that some of the listeners learned about Vincent in elementary school, middle school, or high school, learning that he did cut his ear off, but not exactly how. I think that there's a lot of drama around the story, you know, how telephone works, where he said, she said, and then the whole story's changed. I think that what we learn now is a dramatized version of Van Gogh's ear. Yeah, well, I mean, it did happen in the 1800s, so it's kind of had some time to evolve. So when I was doing my research, I found a lot of competing theories. I understand that you have found what some would say is closest to the truth. Yeah, so basically what I did, just to clear it up, is I looked at probably 12 different sources and kind of compiled all of the similar facts to piece the story together. So you cross-referenced a lot. Yes, absolutely. That is a great research tactic. So I just kind of looked up, did Vincent Van Gogh cut off his ear? <laughs> so I found the weird blog forum, he said, she said, Reddit type deal. Yes. The first thing I heard was a fit of lunacy. I think it should be noted that Vincent was a known absence user. Not only was there alcohol involved, but also a slightly hallucinogenic. Or Paul is the culprit. Paul Gauguin was an artist that lived with Vincent Van Gogh in the Yellow House in France. Yes. That, that's where the bedroom is yes, at. That's the famous room painting that we see and know about. I also believe that there are a couple paintings of Paul Gauguin's chair as yes. well as Van Gogh's chair. They are two very different personalities. They didn't realize that until they moved in together. You never do, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last one is my favorite, which is why I saved it for last. I haven't heard this theory yet either. This is fresh. Yeah, I wanted to save it. You know, I wanted this to be the first time this theory has been laid upon your ears. There's a psychology theory that Vincent Van Gogh cut off his ear in a desire to be coddled by his mother. Him and his mother didn't have a great relationship growing up. Vincent Van Gogh was seen as kind of a bad boy doing art. Uh, he was doing different art. It wasn't really classical. There was a big classical movement. You didn't go to school to learn how to draw the way Vincent Van Gogh did. Getting into the details, psychologists believe that he cut his ear off from a desire to be perceived more positively by his mother. And I found that quote from WilliamRunyon.com. It was like a psychologist article. That's really interesting. So, in the details, why did he cut his ear off? Get approval from his mother. That doesn't really make any sense. The ear is perceived as a protuberant. It means something that sticks out from the body. And those in the unconscious mind are considered masculine. I'm sure you could put together why. <laughs> Psychologists believe that he cut off his ear and then gave it to the lady. We'll call her Rachel. And it's supposed Rachel. to show that he hot. I think that he just did it for attention. <laughs> That's a shorthand of what you just said. He did it so his mom would pay more attention to him. Also, I want to touch on the lady. <laughs> See, I didn't know what to call her. So, like I said, I googled, did Mr. Van Gogh cut his ear off? Well, okay, so what was the common thought that people go? Said he cut his ear off and he gave it to a prostitute, right? Yes. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get into 
that on my theory. So the psychology behind this was in a book literally called Stranger on Earth, a psychological biography of Vincent Van Gogh. I wish that I could afford all of the books about Van Gogh and his life. I was trying to find some to read before this, but honestly, I can't drop $40 on a book right now. <laughs> Agreed. I was just surprised that there was even a book on something so specific as his psychological life. Absolutely. They have a book on only the year that he spent in the asylum. Wow. The year. So yeah, those are the eerie, short and simple, Vincent Van Gogh cut his ear off and gave it to a prostitute. So that's what a lot of people think, and that's what I've heard from a lot of people, but I have a differing view on it. I think that there are several different, very plausible theories. So let's just get started. It was a cold day in Arles, France on December 23rd in 1888 when it is reported that Paul Gauguin and Vincent Van Gogh were having a bit of, I guess you could call it an altercation. A scat. Outside of the yellow house. It's been reported in both Paul Gauguin's journal as well as some of Vincent's letters that neither of them were really easy to live with. I'm pretty sure Vincent was reported of being very erratic because of his mental health, but also dirty, rude, sad. Not really the most fun guy to be around. So basically, Vincent was threatening Paul with a razor blade outside of the house. And this is where the story gets sticky because some people think that Paul cut off Vincent's ear. Yeah, they think Paul attacked Vincent. Yes. People also think that Vincent, because he realized he couldn't attack Paul, turned the razor blade on himself in a fit of self-destruction and cut his own ear off. You know how an argument gets too heated and you're like, well, you know what? I'm just going to cut my ear off. So he turned the razor on himself. It's speculated that he looked in the mirror while doing it and cut. And what I like to refer to as a silent scream is what people call it. It's also speculated that Vincent may have cut his ear off due to audio hallucinations. Just look up the wind in France. Look up some stories about how it's actually driven people insane. So do you think maybe the absence on top of, like, the crazy wind that really just bit him over. Vincent was horribly plagued with mental illness at a time where people had no clue what was going on. Back when bloodletting was it. Oh, we'll just drill a hole in your skull. <laughs> yeah, it'll release it with a bleed it out a little bit. <laughs> so, a lot of people suspect that Vincent only cut off his earlobe, and I've read that on a couple of different occasions, but there was recently a doctor's report found by Dr. Felix Ray that Vincent cut off his entire ear, leaving only the partial lobe left, the part where you put an earring in. So the lobe was the only thing yes. left. It yes. wasn't the only part that got cut off. I have this great quote from Felix Ray that I found on the Van Gogh Museum website about Felix seeing him right after he cut off his ear. And he said, when I tried to get him to talk about the motive that drove him to cut off his ear, he replied that it was a purely personal matter. <laughs> it's personal, Doc. Look, all you can do is say, okay, that's fine. Whatever, dude. So Vincent cut his ear off. He wrapped it up in some parchment and he dropped it off at the brothel. Cut quite Yes, well, Gabrielle Berlatier. Why do they call her Rachel? I have no clue. Maybe that was her name at the brothel or something like that, but I read on a couple websites that Gabrielle Berlatier was a maid oh, okay. on a farm and she was recently ravaged by a rabid dog and had to undergo treatment at the hospital and it was putting her family in serious debt. So, so she picked up a job as, as a brothel. maid. Very important to note that because she was actually only 19 years old. She was too young to actually be a prostitute, which I think is important to note that you had to be 21 to be a prostitute <laughs> in 1888. They did not make exceptions for that. How the times have changed. So I think that she cleaned the brothel, which is maybe a worse job. I'm not <laughs> sure. Gabrielle was not there when 
why he dropped the ear off. He said to drop it off with a nice young lady named Rachel, I'm pretty sure. Something along those lines. And the girls were like, oh my gosh, this crazy man just dropped off one of his body parts. <laughs> so the police were called very shortly after that. They arrested him. Could you imagine, as a cop, obviously someone had to run out the door and be like, this guy just dropped his ear off at the brothel. We need you quick. I think that that is also important to note because Vincent, I'm pretty sure, was doing this as an act of nobility, almost like the pound of flesh quote. They talk about the debt in correlation to him giving her the ear as if the ear was supposed to help them financially (laughs) in some way, which I don't quite understand, but I think that that is a testament to the thought process that Vincent was going through as well, and that speaks for his mental health, if you ask me, because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, he was sent to the asylum a few months after that, St. Paul de Mossol in May of 1889. This was an asylum in St. Romain de Provence, France. Nice pronunciation. Oh, thank you, I practiced. (laughs) He stayed there until May of 1890 where he painted 142 paintings. I can't even finish my painting. (laughs) And he was diagnosed with acute mania with generalized delirium. What does that even mean in today's standards? (laughs) He would have been diagnosed with schizophrenia. Absolutely. To me, if you want my opinion on it, which you probably don't, (laughs) I think that he cut his ear off and tired of hallucinating. And then his own internal demons. I would probably try to cut my ear off too to maybe soothe some of the pain. He was at a point where he felt like that was the only thing that he could do. Well, it seemed to really inspire a lot of his work. Painting 142 paintings, there's only 365 days in a year, so that's got to be a painting every other two days. This asylum was different in the sense that they sought therapy through art. Oh, yes. so this is an early form of art therapy. Yes. This asylum was actually, it was going through a huge reform when Vincent became a patient there because of a failing grade. So they huh. completely changed all of their stuff and started allowing people to express themselves through art and music. Also, I want to note that on the same day that Vincent cut his ear off was also the day that Vingo sent his brother, Theo, a congratulations telegraph for his engagement. And it's also suspected that Vincent Vingo was acting so radically that day because Theo supported Vincent financially. And I read that Theo getting engaged meant that Theo wasn't going to be able to devote as much time to Vincent as yes. he was previously doing. Yes. I think that when you're upset, you tend to act erratically. With emotion. Absolutely. Just like the foot shooting party and Dwayne passing away, he passed away a year later to the day that his best friend Barry passed away on a motorcycle. And I think that it's important to note that when you're experiencing emotion so strongly that you hardly even really think about what exactly is going on. A Claude Monet quote, I'm not going to get it completely right, but it said, he said, I don't understand how somebody can love flowers and lighting and shading so much and still be so terribly sad. It is his whole entire story. I would suggest if any of you guys feel interested in what we're talking about, to go and read more about Van Gogh's story because it really is. Kind of sad, but there's also very interesting. You were talking about how sad Van Gogh is. His last words, translated English because I don't speak French, his last words were, the sadness will last forever. Entire life was filled with inconveniences of sadness. It's difficult for me to understand because people talk about Vincent Van Gogh like, oh, well, he's famous now, but he sold one painting in his entire life. You know, he was a starving artist. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that was the theory. The eerie. Hopefully we've said some stories straight that Vincent Van Gogh did not cut his ear off and give it to a prostitute, but it was actually a lot more than that. Next week, 
we are going to be talking about Mary Shelley. One of my favorite stories in the writing world. Yeah, and if you don't know already, Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, just a heads up. We will be back next week with a new episode of Oops, Oops I Arted. Hope y'all have a good